thank the Lord for his presence. Amen. Thank the Lord for my beloved wife. Amen. Each and every one of you. And so on this Sunday, amen, we will be we will be concluding our series in times of distress. Um, and for the subject today, the Lord has given me the title Omega. So I know that that's not an X or a Z or a Y or any of those things, but you know anything about the Greek alphabet, you know that it is the E. So Omega, amen. Revelations 1 and 8. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, saith the Lord, which is, which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Amen. 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 And so the word Omega means finality. Amen. It means the end. And so this Sunday, God is talking to us about what it means when, what it really means when something comes to an end, right? What does it mean when God calls himself Omega? And when I was preparing, I began to think about Joshua and how in the first chapter, how God can tell Joshua the battle is already won before the fighting even begins. And so that kind of shows that God already knows the end result from the very beginning, right? And so y'all, all of this came to me um, this this week. I, I, I have a group with, with some of my friends from high school, and one of my friends texts and he told us that one of our classmates parents her mom passed and um you know he put the funeral arrangements and all of that stuff in 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 our little text group and this particular classmate i am i'm close with we take throughout the year like on birthdays holidays um but she was she was truly like a sister to me in high school um and i'm not on social media so my, her mom had passed maybe like a week prior, but I did not know. And so normally, you know, we just take, but when something like that happens, you pick up the phone and call. And so I pick up, I pick up the phone and I called, and of course I just told her, I said, you know, when somebody passes, you normally say, you know, do you need anything or what can I do or all of those things for somebody passed. And I say I'm not going to even say that to you. I just want you to know that I'm that I am here for you. And you know, and I just said, but if there is something that you need, let me know. And she just said, you know, she was like, I really don't even know how her best friends, like all my best friends, she's helping me plan. She would know better than I would. And so I made that call, and she was like, oh, you just find it now. She said, I'm so sorry. I would have called you, and I said, you don't have to apologize to me. Um, she said, she said, well, I do have a question. She said, are you still in ministry, and I said, yes. She said, I got a big one for you. Will you do the Will you do the unity? Uh, and I said, yes. I was like, yes, I will. I, I'll do it. I'll be there. Um, and so I ended up preaching the eulogy on yesterday. Um, and 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 I was telling my wife, I said. Normally when I speak, even sometimes when I still speak in prayer, praying, speaking deliverance on Sunday, I can still get the butterfly, right? Like, 
I still get the butterflies from speaking in front of people, even though I speak in front of y'all. But as I was doing that eulogy, I didn't have those butterflies, and I just knew that the Lord was like right there with me in the midst of that. And he, I, I don't like, if y'all ever been to a funeral, if you ever spoke anywhere, you can tell when people are with you and when they ain't. You can tell when they give it and when they ain't. And I kid y'all not, when the Lord was speaking, and I say the Lord, even though I was preaching, when the Lord was speaking, I could feel the room yes, yes, yes. with me. Yes. And I left out of there saying that. I said this in my head. I said, I said, the devil done messed up now. I said, he should have got me. Yes, yes, yes. He should have got me when he had a chance. He said, because... I know I know too much about him now yes, Lord. to turn around. I know too much about him to think that something is impossible. Right? Like I see his handprints over all of this stuff. It's like my eyes would just open up like, God, you are everywhere at all times and you're capable and you're willing and you're able to do all things, right? All I got to do is be in line with, with your word, and, it, and it's, it's no contest. It's no contest. You are truly Alpha and Omega. Everything starts and ends with you. And so I start thinking, right? I start thinking about, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, 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 um, a declaring decree type of pastor, right? Yeah. Right? But all you got to do is, is speak it, and it is so, right? But I know that it's in the word that you can do that. And, yes. and I left out of that feeling like I could declare and decree. And so the Lord started telling him, like, there's nothing wrong with declaring and, de and decreeing. But you got to you gotta keep that in the full context of what the word says. So when I thought about Joshua and, and God giving him the victory before the battles even started, he also told Joshua to obey my commandments. And a lot of times, like, we, we want to declare and decree victory, but our lifestyle is doesn't line up with God's word. And so I'm here to tell you today that if you would just get in line with God and realize that everything begins and ends with him, yes. you can speak to any situation that's in your life. Yes, Because yes, yes. God already knows the outcome of it. And I start thinking, right? I start thinking, God, I say this is like a this is like a like a predestination versus free will sermon. Right? If he already knows the end, then we'll then then we don't even have to try, right? We don't have no say so. We robots if God already got it mapped out. Right? But God just say it the, the choices are simple. It's either it's either heaven or hell. Right? So the destination is predestined. You either pre you gonna you gonna go with him forever, or you gonna be separated from him forever. So we we have free will, but it's in the context of this of this box that God got us in. And the wall in that box is either heaven or hell. But you can speak to whatever your situation is today, knowing that God is the beginning and the end. Jesus tells us in John 14, verses 13 through 18, he says, And whatsoever you should ask in my name, that will I do, 
that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Right? He follows that up with, if ye love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth. And so in those verses, God is giving us the answer. He says, anything that you ask of me in my name, I will do it for you. He says, but if you love me, you're going to keep my commandments. And, he's, and then he follows that up as if to say, I know that's going to be hard for you to do, so I'm going to send you a comforter to help you. And so I want to say to y'all, stop making excuses for why you can't get right or why things can't go right in your life. There is no excuse. Amen. God is Alpha and Omega. He can do anything. 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 If you ask him in his name, right? But the reality is most of the time we don't want to keep the commandments. And I'm not talking about working for salvation or working to get God to do what you want him to do. I'm just saying he know that you don't love him all the way. He know that you got ulterior motive. He don't say if you if, if keep the commandments to be saved. He don't. He just simply that's a simple statement. If you love me, keep my commandments. He say basically he's saying I will give you anything. If you have, if you need something, just ask me. I will give it to you. I got one simple request. If you love me, keep my commandments. He's not telling you to do that in order for you to get something from him. He will give you what you need freely. It's just a simple request. Keep my commandments if you love me. If you love me, it's a simple request. It's not, it's not, it's not a trade. And he says, I know that's going to be hard for you, but I will send you a comforter. Right? And this comforter, he calls the comforter the spirit of truth. He calls the Holy Ghost the spirit of truth. Yes, yes. He says, so, so th I need you to think about what that means. See, so what that means is if you are honestly trying to get right, then the spirit of truth is going to let you know when you fake it. Right? You might be trying. You trying, you trying, you trying. The spirit of truth is going to say, okay, I know you in your heart. You feel like you're trying, but you know that ain't right. And if you really want to, if you really want to be right, the spirit, you're going to listen to the spirit of truth. And you're going to change. Something going to shift. Jesus said, I will send you out. I will send you this comforter, even the spirit of truth. He says, whom the world cannot receive. Because it seeth him not. Y'all, when I walked out of that church on, on Saturday, I saw the spirit of truth. You know, if you ever been to a funeral for one of your classmates, you see all of your, you see all of these people that you ain't seen forever. And the longer you've been out of the school, out of school, so I've been out of school for over twenty years. Out of over twenty years, and make sure I'm gonna tell it online. Been out of school over twenty years, 
And I saw the spirit of truth when I walked out of there. It was like it was like God was saying, "Son, all you gotta do is open your mouth, and, and something was something. My word will shift stuff around to people that you ain't seen in over twenty years." You ain't got to follow him on Facebook. He say, I'll open the door. I'll make a situation, right? I might not see them again in another 20 years, right? But I could see that word that was going forth on. I could see it doing something, right? He said, Jesus said, I will send you the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him, for he dwell be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. And so when I call Jesus the Omega, when I call God the Almighty, when I say he's Alpha and Omega, all of that is because of his work on the cross. This is John 19 and 30. When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he saved him. You know, he was hanging on that cross, right? When he was hanging on that cross and he dropped his head, he said, it is finished. It is finished. He bowed his head and gave up the ghost. When he did that, you know, everything that you're striving against, he wrapped it up. He tied it up. So I, I want to end with this. This is I didn't know this was going to be this short, but I want to end with a reading of John 17, verses 14 26. And this is Jesus speaking. Right? This is the Omega speaking. He says, I have shown your glory on earth. He's talking to his father. He says, I have shown your glory on earth. I have finished the work that you gave me to do. Father, give me glory in your presence now. The same glory I had with you before the world was made. That's Alpha. I was there in the beginning. And now I have finished the work. Right? He laid aside his divinity to come down here to be where we are. Now he said, give it back to me what I gave up. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Satan is alive. I have made you known to those you gave me out of the world. They belong to you, and you gave them to me. They have obeyed your word, and now they know that everything you gave me comes from you. How many of y'all realize that today? If you truly believe in Jesus, if you say that that's your Lord and your Savior, Jesus, he's talking about, he's talking about you. Everybody that's saved. He say, Father, I did what you're supposed to do. Right? You gave me people out of the world. Right? They belong to you. You gave them to me. And now they know that everything that I can do comes from you. Jesus says, I gave them the message that you gave me. And they received it. He's talking about Christians, y'all. They know that it is true that I came from you, and they believe that you sent me. How many of y'all believe it? Do y'all believe that he came from the Father, that he came down here to save you? Jesus said, I pray for them. He said, I do not pray for the world. 
but for those you gave me, right? Jesus ain't trying to save the world no more, y'all. He's trying to save you. This world gonna burn. I don't know whether y'all know that or not, but he ain't even trying to save it no more. He praying for the for, for people. Amen. He says, All I have is yours, and all you have is mine, and my glory is shown through them. How many of y'all are reflecting the fact that your father owns every single thing in this universe? Jesus says, while I was with them, I kept them safe by the power of your name, the name you gave me. I protected them, and not one of them was lost except the man who was bound to be lost so that scripture might come true. And I was going to research that a little more, but y'all can too, but I, I, I'm, I'm assuming that he's talking about Judas. Right? And now I am coming to you, and I say these things in the world so that they might have my joy in their hearts and all its fullness. I gave them your message, and the world hated them because they belong not to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. He says, I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but I do ask you to keep them safe from the evil world. Right? God got a plan, y'all. He's the Alpha and he's the Omega. He already knows how all of this stuff is going to wind up. What, Omega? Thank you, Lord Jesus. 17 verse, he says, dedicate them to yourself by means of the truth. Your word is truth. I sent them into the world just as you sent me into the world, and for their sake I dedicate myself to you in order that they might, those that believe in me, come to the Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so I have also sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. Do y'all understand what God's saying? Jesus saying he's already praying for people that you are going to touch when you give them the gospel. That's some Alpha and Omega stuff. Amen. Amen. That lets you know that he is already preparing like people for you to give the gospel to and he's praying for them before you even get there because he knows the end. Telling y'all, and that's what I was saying. And that I was like, you know, it, it seemed like random that I just happened to call and she like do the eulogy. But I even in the even in the sermon, and y'all can be seated. I said, you know, I haven't seen some of my classmates in 20 years, and I say it wasn't social media that brought us back together. I say you already had it destined that her mama was gonna pass, 
right? At this specific time, and these specific people were going to show up to hear this word on this specific day. He already had it planned out. Right? So he was already planned out. I'm going to touch the lives in this church, and I'm going to use Miss Davis to do it. I'm going to use my son to preach it. I'm going to use this girl to sing it. I'm going to use this person. Y'all understand what I'm saying? He got a plan because he already knows the end. Right? Look what he says in the 21st verse. The reason that he says, he says, so that they all may be one. As thou, as thou father art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us. So when you talk about the body of Christ, I hope this ain't too heavy for y'all. When you talk about the body of Christ, the same way that I said God would say, I've already got it planned out. I'm going to use these people at this funeral. He knit all them things together. He put all them pieces together in order for him for himself to be glorified. That's Alpha and Omega. Father, I will that they also whom thou hast given me be with me where I am. Above, right? Look above. That they may behold my glory which thou hast given me. For thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. That's, that's, that's Alpha. Jesus say, I basically, I, I want them to be, I want their mindset to be where I am. Right? He says, O righteous Father, the world have not known thee, but I have known thee. And these have known that thou sent me. Do y'all know that Jesus was sent? Final verse, he says, and I have declared unto them thy name and will declare it. That the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them and I in them. Jesus basically is saying, I want them to know that I love them and you love them just like you love me. Right? Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So I close with this, y'all. In times of distress, operate. When you get in a situation, Operate. Let your life operate in the finality of his power. And what I mean by that is in life, when no matter what the situation is, realize that God has the final say. Regardless of what the doctors say, regardless of what spouses say, regardless of what children say, regardless of what money say, realize that God has the final say. Right? During this season, God has told us not to be absent. To show up for people. Right? Show up like God like show up for people with, with power and authority. Break forth with joy in your heart. Like run out, step out of your house. Speak to your situations with power and joy. Not in a selfish way, but just because uh, in a I know God way. Like, you can't tell me nothing because I know God. 
don't don't let your boast be in yourself or or you just declaring and decreeing because it's something that you want, but break forth and joy that God has the last word. And you can't tell me nothing because he has the last word. You can be happy about that. Be contrite. Don't dilute his power. Don't hold back when you praying. Don't hold back when you rebuking the enemy. Don't hold back in praying for your kids. Don't hold back in praying for your wife. Call it what it is. Knowing that God is going to have a final say. Apply all that power to your situation. Apply all that power to your co-workers. Apply all that power to, to the evil spiritual forces that's trying to take you out. Don't dilute it. Put that blood everywhere. And when you're dealing with that much power, make sure that you're established and you're rooted in the word. And like I say that all the time, I'm careful what I pray and how I pray. Because I know when I pray, God going to do something. Mm-hmm. So it's been plenty of times people been doing me, do me wrong and I, I keep my mouth shut. Ooh. Because if I know if I speak on it. Yes, 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 yes. Right? Yes, yes. I know if I speak on yes, it. Yes, yes. Because there's been plenty of times where I say, okay, God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to be in that class, okay, God. Mm-hmm. It'd be certain students, and next thing you know, they, you, no, nothing happened to them. They parents get a new job. They don't move, they didn't move to another city. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, Lord. But you have to be established. You have to be rooted in the word. You have to make sure that your heart is in the right place. Yes. And that's why a lot of times God doesn't give certain people responsibility because he like anybody that knows God, they operate with in power. God don't have weak servants. He don't have coward servants. Right? He said, like, anybody that work for me, you basically going to be walking around like you packing. Like you got power. You can move things. Stuff happen, right? So he doesn't give fools power. Because he knows you, you, like if, if you're my servant, you can really mess something up. God told us in times of distress, amen, to understand our faults, all the little cracks in our foundation. He said, don't fall for gimmicks. Right? Don't fall for gimmicks. He said, be like Hosea. He said, don't fall for illusions. Right? He, he gave us the word juxtaposition. He told us in times of distress, compare who he is to, to your situation. So based on this sermon, knowing that he's Alpha and Omega, Think about your situation. Which one is better? <laughs> glory, glory, glory. That's just the position. Which one is bigger? Glory, glory. Your situation of God. Right? He told us to understand who's kindred. Right? The thing about God's power is attractive. One of the things Pastor God, she said, don't let people use your anointing. Right? They want the blessing that come from it, but they don't want Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. And people are leeches. Amen. They, would, they, would try to, they would try to suck you dry. Amen. Because you a Christian, you ain't going to say nothing wrong. Right? <laughs> and you don't have to be mean to people, but you also don't have to fool them. Amen. You got to know who your spiritual family is. 
why would you want to why would you want to walk with people right why would you want to walk with people I'm not talking about like helping them I'm talking about but why would you want to walk with people that don't have the same power and authority that you have because they can't do nothing so who's going to be the one responsible for everything who's going to be carrying all the weight you I would rather walk with a whole bunch of other people right so we can chase 10,000 to flight. Instead of me out there swinging by myself and they looking at me like, man, look at him fighting. <laughs> Jesus told us, don't be afraid to go last. He talked to us about manna and knowing where our daily bread comes from. He talked to us about faith and faith being him nurturing us. Faith, for those that don't know, that don't know, when you look up that word in the Hebrew, it means to be carried in his arms, like just like that little baby right there. Like these little babies. They don't know you can just drop them on the floor. They don't even know. It's just out of the blue. Like what happened, right? But they are trusting you with this faith to carry them in your arms and let no hurt, harm, or danger, right? Come to them. That's faith. God told us to be open. Right? He talked about what it means to pastor and, and, and to be a shepherd. He talked to us about the quality of our walk and our witness. He told us that he's the remedy, right? He talked to us about things being systematic. He told us to look to a life above, right? And last Sunday, he talked to us about universal, right? There only being one reality, and in that one reality, he is Alpha and Omega. And so I conclude with y'all, Omega. Omega. Right. He got the last say. He has sway. When I look at it, it says he has sway over all things. Think about the word sway, right? Over all things, he did a little bit away like that. It's finished, right? He did a little to the side, close that door. You're like, boom, right? It don't take all. It don't take a whole lot of time. He just looked this way, God, as he swayed. Let me open this door for you. You've been working so hard, he just swayed this way. He said, "I'm gonna end that right there." Alpha and Omega. That's power. We be trying so hard. He tried so hard. And he got all this power. Thank you, Lord. And so this is the last thing I'm gonna say. Amen. And it's just a this is this is a church lesson. Right? This armor bearing don't feel no type of way, but I gotta say what the Lord told me. Say it's not the regulation. This this is for the whole church. So in the group, amen, I asked, I asked who, um, I asked for one name, right? I didn't tell you what it was for. I just said, give me one name. Amen. And so the first lesson is, when a man or woman of God or God asks you to do something, make sure you think twice before you answer. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you don't know what it's for. Matter of fact, even pray. Lord, help me choose the right name. Amen. Think twice what it's for, because you never know. 
That's the first thing. Alright? The second thing is always have an expectation and remain connected. Because sometimes you just you just you you miss out because you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Right? When God like when, when God says something, it's not me, it's him. And regardless of how I feel, I have to stick to the parameters that he sets. So if God say 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, that's what I got to stick to. If somebody sees me four names and I ask for one, you just cancel out your one because you can't follow instruction. And so... I'm, I'm looking for, I'm not going to speak on it until, it until until the Lord tells me to, but I, I'm looking for God to do something for those names that were put in that group over, the, over, my, over my sabbatical. I'm looking for God to do something. The other thing is, and I know my own bearer didn't know, but as I was praying, and those who have this, the Lord say, don't let nobody touch your order. It's only, it'll only work for you. And so that's why I couldn't get this one out. That's just a lesson. So the Lord, and I think I told y'all, like the Lord just been talking to me about sacredness. Yes, yes, yes. Have a sense of sacredness in general. Tony and Janelle, when y'all get married and y'all get your house and, and it's anointed, keep your house sacred. Don't let anybody talk any kind of way. Marcus, like y'all, don't let anybody talk any kind of way in your house. Do any kind of thing in your house. Amen. Keep your life if it's certain spots, don't let folk be in your bedroom. Amen. Keep your stuff sacred. Keep your space sacred. Like if you got a prayer closet, don't let everybody just be like touching all over your Bible. Like keep your things sacred. And so with that oil, God said that's in times of distress oil. And I got, a, I got a small bottle instead of the big bottle. And the other instruction for it is, don't be stingy with it. God say, apply it. Apply it. Never say, you start going, put it on your head. I put it on my head every time I need somebody to Amen. Watch what happens. Amen. Don't be like, ooh, I'm going to save it for a special occasion. <laughs> I'm going to save it when, I'm going to save it for something really going, no, apply it. Amen. Start putting on your hands before you go to work and you start touching the packages, right? Amen. Apply it. Use it. Y'all should have that oil more, more, than, more than a year. It should be gone by this time next year. It should be gone. It should be gone. From the use. Right? Somebody sick, take it with you. You go back home a bit, take it with 
Put it on your hands where you're going, how you start touching all this stuff. Use it. Use it. Amen. So, Alpha and Omega. In times of distress. God, this this word has been so good. I hope that this series has blessed y'all. I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to um you know, you never, you never off when it comes to the Lord, but I'm just looking forward to, to a Sabbath, to just resting in Him and allowing Him to take me and to take me to what's new. Yes. And I thank God for Brother Roosevelt because he came to the house yesterday, and when he was when he was talking, it just we were we were talking about. I got some, it's in my office at work, but I have some water from. The baptismal pool from back in America. And I was telling him how to this day, anytime I use that oil, it's still cold like it just yes, came out of the refrigerator. Yes, 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 yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And I thank God for that. And that's why God gave him the last bottle. Right? I thank God for that because God, it was like God was saying the same power that was available back then. Is available now. Mm-hmm. He said, you, "If you touch this oil, mm-hmm. that that same anointing, mm-hmm. right? That same anointing." Mm-hmm. He said, "Give it, give it out, give it out, mm-hmm. and shame on you if you don't use. It. Mm-hmm. Shame on you if you don't use." It. So I just I thank God for this word. I thank God for the season. Mm-hmm. I thank God for each and every one of you. I thank God for Brandon for, yes. for coming today and uh, Warren for coming today. Yes. Um, I thank God for Allison. <laughs> and you know, you know, Warren, I know you probably don't know, but she put your name in the group. She's looking like, how you gonna say that? <laughs> <laughs> but I thank God that you did. And I didn't ask why. I didn't say put their name in and tell what they need. You know, it was right. It was just put a name in there. She didn't even know what it was for. I didn't even know what it was for. That's a walk in. God said, "Give a God." Y'all have to be like come in with an expectation that, man, this Sunday might be my Sunday that God gonna hang me on. Hang me on. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Something. Yeah. Something. Right? And I also thought about, you know, you got you gotta be you gotta be in the book. You gotta be in the book. To get the message. To get the message, then know to put a name in there. Right? Amen. And so I, I just say, even like the brother Mark, it's like when it, when 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 your heart is right. Yes, yes. Like I see, I like before, and you know, if y'all was over there eating, I was sitting up. He was sitting there. I could see, I could, I could see the Lord all along. Like he would just sit with the Lord. And when I say you, you can tell when the heart is right because he put his wife's name in the group. Right? And some people could have did that fake like. I just know, like, I'm going to put my own name in there because I want it. <laughs> I want to I I I put my own. But I could tell, like, he genuinely 
put his wife's name in, in the group because that was genuinely his prayer. Yes, yes. And what you don't realize is now your wife got this, this in times of distress for you, and the Lord done told her to use it. So that means she's going to touch everything in my life, and she might even touch me. Thank yes. you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and I wasn't even thinking about myself, but I get blessed in the process. Amen. That's the mindset that you got to have in order to, that's, that's the going last part. Yes, yes, yes. Amen, amen. So all, all of that just means that's, that's, that's in my brain while I'm, while I'm doing these, these when the Lord is talking to me. You got to be willing to go and sit at your pastor's house and just talk. You never know. All that because he just decided to have a conversation. Like the Lord saw about four problems while he was sitting over there. It blessed him in, in return twice. Financially and spiritually, just from having a conversation, you have not, because you asked not. And I and I and y'all know I'm not saying you go and do things because you're looking for a blessing. But when your heart is in the right place, you can't help get, help but get blessed, especially when you're dealing with the people of God. How you gonna How you gonna hang around the Holy Spirit and not get blessed? Impossible. Impossible. Okay, y'all. So, I am, like I say, those names that were, were placed in the group, I'm, I'm expecting God to do something. You know, I'll speak on that when I come back on for Savannah. And, and I, once again, that's another another thing that my conversation with Brother Roosevelt sparked in me as well. So I thank God for that, that whole thing. And at the time, oh, I was tired because I had to do it. But you never know what God is trying to do, what he's trying to remind you of, and who he wants to use to do. So I just thank God for all of you. I want y'all to know that I love you. Um, just continue to strive and press towards Jesus at all times and all. Amen. 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 Amen.